welcome back to the Adventures with Sarah P podcast. I am your host, Sarah P, a 19-year-old girl trying to figure out this whole adulting thing through life's adventures. And in today's episode, I wanted to talk about adventures in anxiety just because I just finished my first week of being back and having classes for the spring semester and all of that fun stuff. But I, before jumping in, I quickly wanted to talk about in last week's episode, I got to film it with my best friend, Sophia. So if you haven't checked out that episode, you totally should. It's adventures and stepping out of your comfort zone with Sophia. Um, at the very end, I was trying to make a point and I was like on this like roll and then I totally like blanked on what I was going to say. And so I quickly wanted to give like a little update and I just, what I was trying to say was the world is going to keep spinning and I think that's just so important to remember when something goes very well or something doesn't go exactly how you planned, it's okay. The world is going to keep spinning and that is probably just something that is so minuscule in like the grand scheme of things of like your life that you probably won't even remember it and if you do like it's probably not that big of a deal like you might think it's a big deal but in the grand scheme of the universe it's probably not that big of a deal and so I don't know I think that's just something really important to remember especially with anxiety for me I get really bad anxiety going into like the first week of classes I have this fear that I am going to walk into the wrong classroom and I was talking to my therapist about this and I was like look homegirl I've never done it but the fear is there just like having to awkwardly like get up and leave and be like oh I'm in the wrong class so terrifying to me I don't know I think like we tried to talk about like where this fear comes from and I think it's just like the fear of like being that one person to be in the wrong class like absolutely terrifying to me because like it's like people are gonna judge you if you like get up and like are like oh wrong room gotta go find my class like I just I can't like I'm a very like timely person who like does things like on time and stuff and so like that just like hurts my brain so luckily that hasn't happened yet I don't know I feel like with college too like you have to know what building you're in you have to know how the floor system works because the like the system for most of our buildings is normal but our science building is so confusing and so highly recommend going to visit your class beforehand so you know like the building where your class is going to be especially if you're running late and you're like stressed out you don't have to worry about where your room is you already know that's my biggest tip especially the thing is is I would do that and I would still like there was one class last year spring semester so it's my second semester of college i walk into the class knowing the professor i took him like fall semester and spring semester i walk in i know like i've emailed him like i know i'm in his class and he walks in and he says the wrong class name and my heart literally drops like my hands are dripping sweat and someone's like um i i think this is like a different class and he's like oh you're so right and then i was fine but i was like Like, I knew I was in the right room. I knew I had that professor. And yet still, like, I was still scared. But that was kind of on him. So, there is that. But I have yet to do that. But it's still a big fear. But now that I'm a second, like, uh, the second semester of my sophomore year. So, the second semester of my second year in college. I 
know my major. I am a mass communications major. And so I, for my classes that are mass communications, like I know the people in that class. I'm also in PRSSA. So like I am starting to recognize like people that are in that organization. And so like, even if you do go into the wrong class, I kind of feel more like safe knowing that I have people in that class. Cause that's could be something we joke about later. And so this time around, it wasn't as bad, but I still have that fear just in the back of my head. And so I wanted to talk about how I've been able to handle that anxiety just because like I felt it on Sunday and then I felt it Monday and then I was just exhausted Monday night and then Friday night at the end of the week. And so I wanted to talk about that. And so for dealing with anxiety, it's going to be different for everyone. There's also like different types of anxiety. And so maybe these tips will help you. Maybe they won't. Um, they're just some things that have worked for me and helped me like kind of calm down. So the first thing I have here is understanding your triggers and identifying s- specific situations or thoughts that come with your anxiety. For me, I get... M- Uh, I would say I get most anxious when I'm doing something new so I'm going to a new class or it's the first day of classes and so like I'm doing a lot of new things meeting new people I think because too like that drains my social battery like I feel like meeting new people super fun but at the end of the day I'm super drained from it and so kind of just being aware of like when those situations are coming and how to prepare myself for them I would also say too, giving a presentation, I get very anxious for. And so for that, like I kind of just have to keep that positive mindset and just kind of prepare myself both physically and mentally for that. And so I'll run through the presentation. I'll like do that mentally and I'll do that physically, like presenting it to like my mom or something, or just like at night, like when I'm trying to go to bed, like, and I'm feeling a little anxious for the next day like I'll just run through my presentation and then if I forget anything I'll like get my phone and check my notes or I'll like write it down so then in the morning like I won't forget and then I'll be able to like refresh my memory same with tests I kind of do the same thing about like for that so the first thing is identifying your triggers and just knowing what things might cause that extra anxiety for you Next, we have practice deep breathing. I have found this to work really well for me because when I get very anxious, my heart rate starts to go really fast. And so what I like to do is the four, seven, eight breathing. So it's breathing, inhaling for four, holding for seven, exhaling for eight. And so it just makes me feel a lot better, just like calming myself like fully down because I feel like you have to, like my brain can't, Okay, I can count, I promise, but like when I'm doing exercises or I'm breathing, like I can't not be counting. Like I have to like really focus on it because if I get distracted, I like won't remember what number I'm on. And so for me, just doing that before like walking into the class or walking into the building has really helped me. So it's, we can do a little four, seven, eight together. I like to do it three times, but we can just do it once together. So it's inhaling for four, breathe in one two three four holds for seven one two three four five six seven exhale for eight one two three four five six seven eight and so i kind of do that three times 
and it makes me really just like I don't even know how to describe it it really just like I wouldn't say shuts my body down but it really like shuts off like any negativity and so I like to do that I'm also trying to incorporate that into my yoga class so hopefully that goes well I have that tomorrow so I'll I'll keep you posted but um the next thing I have is challenge negative thoughts and so I kind of like to do this anytime I get negative thoughts but especially when I get anxiety I get super negative thoughts and so it kind of turns into like a oh like well well what would happen if I walked into the wrong class what would people think and so it's kind of like challenging myself in a way I guess my negative thoughts are and so I kind of like to just shut them off I would say the best way to deal with negative thoughts or negative talk with like within yourself is trying listening to them because I feel like when you don't listen to them they just grow and so I like to listen to them and then like kind of understand where they're coming from and so then after that I'll be able to like come up with a solution and so it'll be like oh so like what well what are people gonna think if you walk into the wrong classroom like they're probably not gonna remember the one person that walked into the wrong classroom like let's be real they're probably not going to remember. And so it's just like kind of putting into perspective those negative thoughts for me that really helps me with my anxiety. And it's really hard to do in the moment. And so my biggest tip would just be thinking of like best case scenario. And so if you have that thought of whatever causes you anxiety, let's say we'll we'll say the walking into the wrong class example again so worst case scenario is everyone's gonna laugh at you and it'll be the like worst time of your life getting up to leave like the reality of that happening is not logical at all and so like putting into perspective being like what is the worst thing that would happen like two people stare at you as you like get up to leave like that's probably the worst thing that could happen and so that really just makes me feel a little bit better in those situations when I think about like what's the reality that's actually going to happen and just like really being logistical with it and being like what is really going to happen like what is most likely to happen and we want to like make out to believe that these horrible things are going to happen because it makes us feel better with our anxiety but in reality it's normally not the case and so just keeping that in mind I think is super important and I will say with that you kind of have to ask yourself is it are your thoughts based on facts or is it all in your head and most of the time at least for me it's all in my head and so kind of just remembering that when those negative thoughts come in is super important the next thing I have on here is get good sleep because just a lack of sleep can really amplify your anxiety at least it has for mine and so I know with my anxiety and with the first week of school I know my social battery is going to be drained and so I make sure to get as much sleep as possible so I was going to bed at like 9 9 30 this week and then getting up early like at 7 just because my body wanted to be up but I like my body was just so exhausted and I don't really know if that was because I had the nose surgery and my body's still recovering from that or if it was like a combination of that and like my social battery but I just knew I was tired and I needed to get sleep and so 
getting sleep is super important if you're in really high stress situations or if your social battery social battery is being drained just getting sleep giving yourself what you need to be successful is super important and for me i love prioritizing my sleep there's just something about it when you wake up from a good like nights of sleep and you're just like oh I feel rejuvenated so I really like to prioritize that and just make sure I get enough of that and so if you're feeling like your anxiety is like creeping in or it's a little more amplified than others then I highly recommend getting a like consistently getting good sleep the next thing I have on here is limit time on social media I stand by this because I don't know this week I've been I wouldn't say like insanely busy, but I've been occupied enough where I feel like I haven't spent that much time on my phone. And when I have, it's been like in the morning when I'm in the gym, like I like to like go on the treadmill for an hour. And then I feel like that's kind of like my social media time. And so other than that, like I really feel like I haven't been on my phone. Like I haven't been on TikTok or like Instagram that much. And so it's been really nice having like a break from social media. And I feel like depending on what you use social media for, it can really amplify your anxiety or those negative thoughts. And so I would recommend kind of just sticking away from using them. I've really enjoyed crocheting, like just finding new ways to like spend time like off your phone. So I enjoy crocheting and reading. And so maybe that's something you could try. I also enjoy walking like at the gym, just on the treadmill when I I like would prefer to walk outside but Maryland has just been insanely cold recently and it's a little frustrating because it's been a little bit bipolar like the day I came back to Maryland like the next day it was like 70 degrees and then after that it's been like 50 40 30 and it's just been cold and so I've been going to the gym so I kind of have to like adapt to those situations and so I don't know I just you got to do what you got to do is best for you. And so I really enjoy walking and getting my body moving in the morning. And so when I'm home in Florida, that looks like going on a walk on the beach where it's nice and warm, but I don't have that here. And so I still want to get that energy going because I definitely feel like I'm more of an early bird, which I never would have guessed I would have said in high school because I hated mornings, but I just like cannot stay up late. Like I just, I can't do it. And so I like to get and be productive, like get things done in the morning. And so that's kind of how I like use my time. But going back to the social media thing, I definitely just think that Social media is a platform where it's very easy to compare yourself to others or what others have or things that people comment, um, whether they're nice or not. And so just not having to deal with that is something that I've noticed has helped with my anxiety. Um, I will say being on your phone and just like scrolling through like your home screen to look busy has been super helpful in situations when... I'm like standing outside the classroom and like everyone else is standing outside the classroom and like no one's really like speaking like I will just like be on my phone listening to my music just like scrolling back and forth on my like lock screen um until like our professor comes but also in those situations if you're feeling extra energized just going up to someone and trying to like find someone to sit with I will say it is easier the more you like get into classes for your major because you'll like recognize people but that was something that really worked out in my math class I have to take one math class and I'm just not a math girly 
but this girl like came up to me and was like oh like are you in math 105 and I was like I am with this professor and she was like yep and so then we just sat next to each other and it really worked out but I would also recommend that so getting off your phone could be helpful but not everyone is able to go up and meet someone so in that situation sliding back and forth on your lock screen might work for you the next thing i have on here is build a support system for me that is texting my friends like oh i'm headed into class like just wanted to let you know or calling my mom after class and being like oh my gosh this professor is terrifying this is going to be a really hard class just stuff like that makes me feel a little bit at ease or just meeting up with someone in between classes could feel really nice. Um, for me, I have Mary and so we get to see each other like once a week. We had class together our for, well, my first semester of my freshman year and it was a really hard class and so we've bonded over it ever since. And so now we're, she takes a night class and I also take a night class and we have like a really large gap in between like two hours or so. And so in those two hours, we'll like grab lunch together and it just like really breaks up the day. And so then like I can complain to her about any classes that I'm taking and she can complain to me about anything going on in her life and classes and all that fun stuff. And so kind of just like surrounding yourself by people that are going to make not your life easier, but like your life better, I guess you could say. That's a little cliche, but just people that are going to support you, I think is super important. And like finding those people and having those people to just text or call, especially when something's not going well. Like if you go into a class and you're like, oh my God, this is going to be the hardest class ever. Just being able to call somebody after and being like, please sympathize with me. Like this is going to suck is always nice. And there's just something about having a support system when you're really anxious that just makes me feel better. Like just knowing my mom is a phone call away if I have something to complain about or texting my friend about whatever. Like there, I have a professor that kind of looks like um, one of my friend's dad. Dad? Dad's. One of my friend's dad. There we go. And so I texted her and was like, oh my gosh, like is your dad now a professor at Towson? And so just like fun stuff like that could also be nice. But I would say I have one class this semester, which I know is going to be a little bit more difficult than the others. And so just being able to call my mom after my class and be like, oh, yeah, this one's going to be a little bit tough was just super nice. So finding a good support system can be super helpful. Um, the next thing I have is find moments of calmness. Um, this kind of goes with the breathing just taking a second or a moment to kind of reflect on a situation or do something that you enjoy. And so throughout the day, I have kind of like hour breaks in between my classes. And so in those hour breaks, I'll get food or I'll like go on YouTube or if I'm not brain dead, I'll start working on an assignment for a class or a reading that I have. But finding those moments, I think, is super important, especially when you're feeling anxious and when you know something is going to be causing you some stress or anxiety. I will say, too, that at the end of the day, you can feel really, like, burnt out. And so doing something that you enjoy at the end of the day could also be helpful, like rewarding yourself with something, whether it's, like, you know, eating your favorite candy or 
going to the store or going on a walk or reading a chapter of your book I think helps me with those times because it's like um there's I think there was a TikTok sound sound a little while ago and it's like it was like it's like a reward and so being in those stressful situations you have to kind of understand where you're coming from like with your body and your mind and being able to reward yourself after those high tense situations is super important whether that's rewarding yourself with a nap or an extra hour of sleep or doing a self-care night just something that's going to make you feel like better because you need to listen to your body and if your body's telling you that you need to take a long shower then after a really hard day I would recommend taking a long shower after a really hard day because it's going to feel good. And so little stuff like that, I think, is super important, especially when you're in high intense situations that are causing you stress or anxiety. So I really enjoy rewarding myself. I'll give myself like a little, I have like trail mix and I'll like give myself after like a hard day, like, hmm, that extra chocolate might be nice or like, there have been a couple days this week where I've like wanted to read and I just have been so tired. I'm like, you know what? Like, I feel like I can't look at a book right now. I'll watch a movie and then I'll be like, well, what movie do I want to watch? So I just watched 10 things I hate about you last night because I feel like my body's been needing to catch up on just like being in like go, go, go mode. So I kind of got to take the, take Friday and take the night and just be like, okay, we're just going to slow down, watch a movie, go to bed, get some sleep, catch up, and call it a, a week, pretty much. So, yeah, I really recommend doing a couple of those things. But if you do some of those and it's like you're still getting really anxious and you've talked to somebody about it, I would recommend like speaking to a professional about it, like a therapist or a doctor, just because there might be other things that they can help with because I am not a doctor or a therapist. I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl. And so I can't solve all the problems, but I know for me, like my anxiety really just comes when I start new classes or when I'm giving a presentation. And so these are kind of the things that have worked for me because those aren't really that intense. And so it's going to be different for everyone because anxiety can come up with come up in whatever situation and so just kind of listening to your body on when those situations are coming is super important and just listening to yourself also super important so that's kind of all I really have to say with that but just do what's going to fill up your tank at the end of the day whether you're in a high intense situation or not just really listening to your body I think is super important and has been super helpful for me. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time.